Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Wild Hearted Revolution Little Pop-Up Podcast. And today I wanted to talk about the witch wound. And this is a wound that is kind of new to me, actually. And it was triggered in me. Well, my realization of it happened a couple of weeks ago because I got triggered But then now the more that I've been researching it, um, I see that I've had this wound for my lifetime. But I wanted to talk to you about that because I think it's a wound that a lot of us women have. And as we are awakening, we are realizing more and more how this wound has impacted us over our lifetimes, not just the lifetime that we're in, but from lifetimes in the past. So before we get started, I'm Jennifer Kittredge. I am an embodiment guide. Um, I want to share a little bit about my story. For those of you that don't know me, I um, have been married to my husband for 24 years, just over 24 years. We have three amazing kiddos. They are 23, 22, and 15. Uh, The two boys are out of the house and we have one left to go. Um, And so she is a sophomore in high school. So we've got a couple years left before she flies the nest. Um, And we have mixed emotions about that. We're excited to be empty nesters, but then we'll miss them terribly. Anyway, um, so when I first got married, um, I was a bit of a hot mess. I was really disconnected from myself and I really had no idea about who I was or what I wanted. Um, Our boys are 17 months apart. So in their first few years of life, it felt like survival mode. Like I was just doing whatever I could to survive and raise two kids. Um, So I really lost a lot of my identity um, when I became a mom, right? You become a mom, you become a wife, you go to work, and it's kind of like you lose pieces of yourself. And so it was through this um, that my marriage just really was falling apart. So in 2002, um, my marriage was just completely unraveling, and I realized that I was unhappy. I was miserably unhappy. And I also realized that if I wanted to do something about it, I had to stop looking at outside sources to fill my cup because the only person that can change anything is yourself. And so that's when really my kind of uh, journey started into personal development and really working on myself. Um, I'm happy to say that here we are 24 years later, we've been together 25 years, married for 24. So I would say it was worth it um, to work on myself. But um, even if sometimes when you're working on yourself, you might lose a partner in that process because they're unable to really handle the expansion and growth that you're experiencing. And I see that a lot. Um, I'm very fortunate. My husband is one of my biggest cheerleaders. So he has always been like, have at it, go for it, do what you got to do. So I'm really lucky in that sense. But know that a lot of times as a woman, as you're expanding and growing, um, your partner sometimes can't keep up with it. And, and so things start to unravel. Um, 
And that's just kind of part of that expansion process, unfortunately. But when I realized that, I realized that, you know, I was looking to him to fill my cup. I was looking for him to make me happy. And so he'd obviously fail over and over again. And so I blamed so much on him when in reality, it was a lot of my past hurts and wounds that I had brought into our relationship. So that's the short version, which I will get more into uh, as we spend more time together. But I really wanted to dive in today to discuss the witch wound um, and healing the witch wound. But before we do that, we really need to figure out like, what is the witch wound? Um, what is it? And what is this negative connotation around it? And so if you go back in history, you think of the, the witch trials, right? Women were persecuted for not fitting into societal norms uh, or what I like to call programs, patriarchal programming. And so the witch trials killed thousands of women, right? For living outside of these programs and, and not like falling into line and this horrible injustice happened to women because if you didn't agree with somebody or you spoke up or anything, you could be burned alive. You could be killed just for using your voice. And so things like using herbs, you were a witch. Believed in herbal medicine, you were a witch. Uh, if you were outspoken, you were a witch. If you dressed a certain way, you were a witch. If you loved nature, you were a witch. Midwives were deemed witches. Um, anything, the way that you... Uh, um, if you had animals or cats or dogs, you know, people thought you were a witch, or if somebody just didn't like you, they could accuse you that you were a witch. And so no woman was really safe during these times. And so if you upset the norms or the programs, you could be deemed a witch and lose your life, physically lose your life which is so crazy to me. So the wind, the witch wound comes from this imprint on our souls. It's a soul-based trauma that keeps us in line and not shining too bright because we are afraid of persecution. Ugh. And so many of us women, women have this wound. We are afraid of being too much, of shining our light too much because we will be persecuted and judged. And it's such a terrible, terrible way to feel, but it has been imprinted on us for so long. Um, but for instance, the way I live my life now, I would have definitely been considered a witch back in the day. Um, and we're seeing a lot of that persecution today, which, you know, if you believe in body autonomy or any sort of natural health and wellness, you're deemed a witch. And uh, that's a whole other discussion. But for instance, I use vaginal steaming. I use herbs. I use essential oils. I love crystals. I believe in energy healing. And all of that would deem me a witch in the eyes of people who are still under these programs that are keeping them stuck. So how do we identify if we have the witch wound? And this actually came up for me the other day because of my past. Uh, in my past, I was brought up in a, a religious household, meaning a Catholic household. We went to church on Sundays and, and Wednesday nights. And then I, um, Back in 2002, when my marriage was falling apart, I, a friend asked me to go to church and I started to go to church and I was very involved in that church for a long time, about 10 years. Um, I was a leader in the church and I led Bible studies and there were, and 
I don't want, I'm not going to condemn or say anything because there were many parts of it that helped me. And I met many fabulous people. Um, there were just programs in the church that I did not agree with. Um, and then there were parts of myself that I had to hide um, because I would have been judged or I would have been considered a sinner uh, in the church. Uh, for instance, my crystals, I've loved crystals and that is considered a, a no-no. Um, you know, I have no problem with people and their sexual orientation. Um, I have family members who are gay. And I remember uh, somebody asking me, somebody from church asking me if they, if I was going to allow them to stay in my house. And I was like, um, yeah, they're my family and I love them and I don't care about that. And so I had a lot of wounding in the church too. I worked um, with people in leadership in the church. And um, let's just say there were things that I saw that really um, wounded me. And I'm going to leave that there. I know there's a lot of people that have been wounded by the church and maybe that will be a whole nother topic on a little pop-up podcast. So that's part of my story. And so now I, um, I was hosting a woman's circle a couple of weeks ago at my house. And I realized that a few of the women that were showing up were from my church or from other churches that I had met them at. And I began to panic a little bit because I was like, oh my God, here are these Christian women coming to my house. And this is like the least churchy thing that I am doing. And I don't know if it's going to offend them. I don't know how they're going to feel about it. And I felt myself pulling back and not going to go with my circle topic because they were coming. And I was like, wow witch wound right there because I thought I was too much and too witchy for these Christian women who were coming to my circle. <laughs> so the anxiety that I had, I really did panic. Um, and so it was just clear to me that I have a big witch wound when I'm hiding spiritual pieces of myself. That is a wound that needs to be healed. And I'm sure it will come up over and over again. So I was really afraid of being persecuted and judged by these women. Um, but then I realized, okay, well, they've heard me talk about circle. They've heard me you know, seen my posts on Instagram, they've watched me really grow and expand into who I am. And they're still coming to circle. So maybe they're not receiving things at church, and they're really seeking something else that is that the church is falling short on. I don't know if that's the case for them. I, I don't know. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. But it was very interesting that they were showing up at my house. So needless to say, I did my circle. It was amazing. Um, they loved it. And um, I have a few of them joining me in my six-week circle program, uh, Wild Hearted Revolution six-week circle program, which starts on October 4th, which is next Monday, um, which you are welcome to join me in. It's going to be a six-week program that we talk about patriarchal programming. Uh, we heal soul wounds. We really step into our divine feminine essence. We heal that masculine in us and really balance out the feminine and, and masculine 
masculine energy in all of us. Um, so if that's something that you would like more information on, just pop a, a comment below or email me at info at wildheartedrevolution.com or you can find me on my website at wildheartedrevolution.com and on Instagram, I am Jennifer underscore Kittredge. So that is really identifying the witch wound in all of us. And if you feel like you're hiding pieces of your light, if you're hiding pieces of your magic, if you're having to like really walk on eggshells around people um, and dim your light, you have a witch wound. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about how we heal that witch wound, how we bring it to the surface and really release it once and for all so that we can step into our divine feminine witchiness. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode, this little pop-up episode, and I will see you for episode two tomorrow on healing the witch wound. All right. See you then.